You're at the right place. Right place. At the right time. You found the number one podcast. Number one podcast. That entertains that space between your ears. We invite you to relax, pull up a chair, and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. We are both elementary school teachers. Two brave men and women's feet. I want to be the guy that walks backwards on the on the uh, at the haunted mansion when you get on your ride. This is what I want to do when I retire from right. teaching. I'm going down to Disney and working. I think we all would. I remember I had a Mickey Mouse telephone in my bedroom when I was. I'm a chain choker, always remain sober. Don't drink liquor and all the games over. Need a plane? I explained it to my broker. Three bots in the hood, top down, and ain't over. You know this more man where that come from. Welcome. Back, welcome back, welcome back, my friend. Dave, how are you doing? Not too bad, man. Just rounding out this school year and enjoying the time away from the show, but I'm excited to be back and talking today with you. That's right, listeners. You hear it. Dave is back, and he has something very special to share with us uh, in other podcasts. I mentioned that he was going to come on and talk about... Oh, you talk about me. All right. I, yeah, and it's all negative. Awesome. Awesome. So. Glad I don't listen. No. <laughs> <laughs> he really doesn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> I catch him every once in a while. Dude, so seriously, welcome back, man. This is great. I mean, we haven't sat down and recorded a podcast in a long time. Yeah, it's, I know. It feels, it's, it feels like I never left. It's refreshing. Yeah, it is, and I'm glad yeah. to be back. Like I said, I, I miss this. I miss this. Awesome, dude. So what do you got for us today? All right, so we are going to be talking about the inaugural Star Wars Dark Side Half Marathon Weekend. Uh, just went on this trip over the weekend. It was a real quick weekend. I was there for a total of 48 hours. It, it was a total whirlwind of craziness. But that's like, how it, that's, so that's awesome. how you do it, though. Yeah. Like in previous episodes, we talked about Crazy Dave. Yeah. You, you visit all four parks in one day. Well, this was nuts, if, man. If you listen to us, you know this is how Dave rolls. Yeah, that that's how I vacation. It's like nonstop pandemonium the entire time I'm there, and I get I I try to get the most for my bucks out of everything that we do at the at the park so it's so uh, true it was awesome man and so in this 48 hours i think about this in this 48 hours i visited all four disney parks both universal parks plus disney springs and uh the boardwalk area did you like walk in the turnstile and walk back out (laughs) pretty much just how it went down yeah just do a lap in the park and they're like i'm done i made my (laughs) 10,000 steps Oh my God! So yeah, it was a it was a blast, man. And I recommend if, if anybody out there has any inklings on doing any running ever, run one Disney race. They are ridiculously expensive, and nowadays, I've especially I found out with this race, they are also ridiculously crowded. But if they they do it upright, I mean, it's a it's a spectacle to go into a Disney race, and it just it it makes running fun. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about what they're doing now with the digital runs? Yeah, I saw Isn't that. Isn't that awesome? That's crazy. Aaron wants to do it. So they're charging you like over 100 bucks? No, no, no. $40. $40. Per race. But yeah, then per you race. Have, yeah. 
But you can do just one. They have like some sort of challenge. I didn't read it completely. It's they the Mickey Short of... Challenge series. Yeah. yeah. Or you can get three medals. So it's like the same thing as if you go on YouTube and just watch it as you run or something? I didn't read too much into it. No, were... no, no. So you order, you order online and you get this package, your digital bib. Right. Your, I don't know if the medal comes then or later, but you have like a specific day to complete your run at home. And so you just run. But I thought and, that they give you a video or something to go with it, like you're. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. I think there's more to it that you actually get to like watch Wait. a video of running through the park or something like. What, you put it up on a treadmill? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I like I said, I didn't read too much into it, but I did see that they were offering digital races now, and I thought how convenient because that's how I do all my training on the treadmill is I go on YouTube and I I type in like for instance I just typed in 2016. Disney World Marathon, POV, and uh, boom, there it is. The guy, it was one of the wheelchair runners, um, had a GoPro and just recorded the whole thing. So cool. it's, because it's on a wheelchair racer, it's smooth video and, and just half an hour. I mean, that's what it takes to run three miles for me. So it was, uh, that's how I do most of my training is, is watching races through the parks from other people. Now, did you go, did you go by yourself or with your family? Yeah, so I went by myself and the way that this whole thing started was, uh, we heard about the inaugural Star Wars half marathon, and for a long time, I, I told myself that for my 40th birthday, I wanted to run a Disney race. So, I, you know, little history on me. I ran uh, back in 2012 and did the coast to coast where I did the Disney World full marathon and then the Disneyland half marathon. With your busty. Yeah, Nick was part of that That's action. Right. And so that was pretty cool, and it just, they cost so much money. I mean, I could. I would run yes. every single race if it didn't cost so much. But and Vic and I just talked about that, how expensive it can get. It's nuts. So uh, I wanted to do a Disney race for my 40th birthday. And my whole goal was I was going to run Goofy at the Disney World Marathon, which is back in January. And it just didn't happen. You know, I just, I had young kid, I have a young son and school's crazy. And it just, it didn't happen. So uh, when I found out about the inaugural Star Wars Dark Side half, I thought, this is it. I got to do it. I got to do this race. Okay. Outstanding, man. And so you arrive. You show up on Friday night. No, so there's more. So I find out that I want to take and do this race. And, you know, it's this is it costs a lot of money. So I had sure. to consult my family. So I, I talked to my wife, Trish, and I said, hey, I really want to do this. And just got shot down. And <laughs> every time I, I said I want to do this, I got shot down on it. So, um a buddy of mine, um, Mike from Be Our Guest, um, texted me one day and said, "Hey, check this out. Maybe this will sway your opinion." And uh, your wife's opinion. Yeah, my wife's opinion. So he he sends me this email, and it's a gift that you can give to a runner, and it, it it's literally they pay your entry fee and they give you this little gift card. It's no different than entering yourself in the race, except for someone else is giving it as a gift. <clears throat> so. Uh, so he sends this to me and he says, you know, my, I wasn't going to run this race either, but then I showed my wife this and she ended up getting it for me. Um, and he said, so I'm going down and I'm staying by myself. He said, so if you can find your way down there in this race, stay with me and, it, and it's, it's no big deal. We'll, we'll take care of it. So I sent it to Trish and I still got shot down over and over. And then, uh, Christmas finally came and I was not expecting it because I had been shot down so many times. And. Uh, Christmas morning comes and the kids open their gifts and they say, "All right, Dad, now you got to open yours. Now sit right here in front of the camera because we video everything that they do." And I knew kind of when they said, "Sit down here in front of the camera," that it was going to be something, something big, big, something big. So I was like, "Okay," and that immediately that's what I thought of. And sure enough, 
I got got it as a gift. So from that point, it was just finding the finding the cheap airfare down and uh, and start training. And I remember that day. I was downstairs in our basement, basement, uh, not the lower level, uh, ironing clothes, and you texted me a picture of the certificate. Of the gift. Yeah, yeah. of the gift. And uh, I was so excited for you, and I remember texting back. I was like, she said yes. You know, she did it. That's yeah. awesome. And at that same time, your wife and I were, uh, Do, were hey discussing. Now. Hey well, now. Yeah, so after we did that, we were discussing that okay. she wanted to run the dark side half. And I, so I, I texted her when I texted you and said, hey, this is your chance. Jump in this race. And, right. Uh, and so, yeah, it. she she ended up doing some more local things. And um, from that point, it was just time for me to start training and get back into hey, shape. Hey. We went on to do some local there things. You there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, yeah, so we, so training went well. No, no major setbacks. I had some knee problems last time I started running. but Because uh, you turned 40. Yeah, I'm an old guy now. So this mm-hmm. was actually... Um, two weeks before my 40th birthday, so at the time I was still actually 39, so still in the younger division, and um, it was, you know, the, the, the morning came and it, and it was time to go. So I, I caught the first flight of the day on that Saturday uh, out of, at 6.15 out of St. Louis, so that means I had to get to the airport at like 4 o'clock in the morning, and it was, it was ridiculous, man. I, I woke up, because I don't live right next to the airport, I woke up at like 2.50, I think is the time I woke up in the morning. And, uh, you know, only going for two days, I don't have any bags, so I thought that was a plus. I get all the way up through security, and they can't read my boarding pass, so they send me all the way back up to ticketing. Are you kidding me? No, and I was really worried that I wasn't going to make it back in time. Like the boarding pass that they printed off, no, or was it on your phone? No, we printed it from home. Oh, okay. And so they said, we, this is too small, we can't read it. Go up and get your ticket, but they luckily they gave me the little VIP thing that says I don't have to go through the line again. Right, the t- preferred TSA. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so actually, it, it ended up being just fine. Arrived in in Disney in Orlando at nine thirty, and uh, gave Doug Lando a call. If anybody remembers old school oh, episodes, that's yeah, right, Doug Lando. My cousin lives down there, so I called Doug, and uh, he was Johnny Pick Me Up, and just <laughs> p- went right to the uh, right to the arrivals. I jumped in the car and. And he and I drove over to the expo, which is at the uh, ESPN zone. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, was our was our lady there? Our gal? Who's that? From the one in Anaheim? No, she wasn't. <laughs> no, but I. So in Anaheim, we we had to try and figure out how to all get in the same starting corral. Is that the one you're talking about? No, no, the lady that was fired. I was I was referencing a bad joke. Oh, the one that was yeah, canned. Yeah, yeah. For, for the prosti- escort. The for escort. prostitution. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was not oh. there. I wish he was. That was that was funny. Um, so we get so we um, so my cousin is not the most uh, marathon running type of guy. I guess he might you could be say. listening to this. He might be, and he knows this. Sorry, so, Lando. So we're walking through to we walk to the expo, and they hadn't even opened the doors yet. We got there so early. So in the meantime, we're walking around waiting for the doors to open, and these two storms. first ones there. No, dude, there was a big one. Okay, because you were the first one back in 2012. Yeah, and, you were... and I didn't want to wait in this huge line just to get in the door of this place. So we walked around, and as we're walking around, uh, two stormtroopers and their three handlers are walking around. So uh, so Doug and I ambushed them, and I said, get your camera ready, man. I'm going to jump in front of these guys. So we jump in front of Is them. Is that where Darth Maul? <laughs> no, no, okay. no. This was just two stormtroopers walking okay. through. And uh, so I jumped in front of them, and their handlers were, like, all surprised. And so I jumped in front of them, and by then I had I had had my race bib, and I held my race bib up, and my cousin just he took, must have taken twenty photos in like they two come seconds. out clear. Yeah, they okay, did because he used his phone. 
Right, because your phone <laughs> sucks. Yeah, so uh, I was surprised. I actually got put into Corral B based on timing from past races, and all the rest of the people that I was down there and knew that were running were in, like, G and H. And I had heard that because this race was so crowded from previous uh experiences people told me that there were a lot of bottlenecks in the race and that you actually get slowed down to a walk at certain points because it's so crowded so i told the people that i was that i was going to run with i said you know what i'm just going to run in my corral because it's up front i won't have to stop there's sure and it was it was definitely the right decision to do it was it was smooth sailing the whole time i never once got anywhere close to running on anybody or tripping over anybody or anything like that so um the expo was cool. Doug and I walked around. We got our picture taken with the Chiquita Banana Lady. Oh. That was pretty nice. Uh, I don't know. They're promoting healthy living, I guess. <laughs> oh, Chiquita Banana She was lady. there, man. She was there in a booth, so we with, went with and got with a little, with the fruit basket. Uh, what do you call that? The fruit basket yep, I'll, have to send, I'll send you the photo so that you can post it on the web. On the web You're website. like, oh, lady, I've only seen you from like the head up. That's right. You know, commercials from the, the 1970s. <laughs> that is funny. All right, so you talked about Stormtroopers, talked about the Expo. Yeah, so the, the rest of Saturday, we had to just kind of hang out. So what I did, because I didn't want to get into the parks on... I did, but I didn't have the money to get in the parks on Saturday. I just took it easy and kind of walked around. Uh, we were staying at Coronado Springs, and so I took a bus and actually to the Magic Kingdom from Epcot, and then I rode the ferry over, which I hadn't done in forever, man. Like, I haven't ridden run the ferry over from the Ticket Transportation Center to the Magic Kingdom in, since I was, like, 10, probably. So I hopped on the Wait. ferry. No. We did. Back no, no, you did. But I was running at that time. No. I, that was you and Craig and Trish. Oh, that was me and Craig and Trish. Yeah. That was a cold ride. <laughs> Funny, though. We have video of that. Um, so, yeah, I took the ferry over, and then I, and I just kind of tooled around all day. I mean, I rode the monorail around, and... I walked around on Boardwalk for a long time, and uh, I ate at Beaches and Cream for lunch. That was pretty good. One of the cool things I saw was uh, I walked out of Beaches and Cream, and I see this carriage go by. Like, Cinderella's carriage drove by right me on the, on the Boardwalk, right by me. And so I ran out to see what was going on, and they had a wedding all set up on the beach right there over on the board, on, uh, by the Beach and Yacht Club. And here was this bride just being carried, you know, she was on on her way to get married, in Cinderella's carriage, had the two footmen walking in front of the carriage. You know how much she paid for that? Dude, I had... No, no, you want to guess? You know, you you researched it? We we just talked about this in our last podcast. How much? Like $75,000. Maybe. I'm, I'm, Vicky, you'll have to correct me. I should have. But I think on. the lowest package was like 1200 It was 1200 just to rent the minister. So 7500 not 75000 No, no, I... No, because you had to take out a second mortgage. That's, oh, we were, my gosh. we were complaining that like really, no, I'm pretty sure it was in the 70s. I should have hopped on the back of that carriage. It was. I it be, really was cool though, man. Listeners, I can be completely wrong. I can't remember what Vicky said. I just remember it being so high to take out a loan. Yeah. So yeah, like I've said, I just kind of tooled around over there in that area for the most of the day, and people watched and stuff like that. Um, went back to Cornell Springs, took a quick nap because I knew I wasn't going to be sleeping much Saturday did, night. Did, getting back to the lady getting married, you asked for a quick dance. <laughs> she was she outran me. The horses outran me. Uh, but yeah, it was awesome. I, they had all the ta- all the chairs sitting out on the beach, and I once I saw what was going on, I took a look and saw that everybody, you know, like the groom and groomsmen and bridesmaids, everybody were all set up on the beach. So this wasn't in the kingdom, in the Magic Kingdom. No, this is oh, the beach. Oh, 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 oh! You're talking about the listening. new patches where yeah, you can get the, married at the yes, castle. In the new, yes, that's the one that's very expensive. Ooh, man. This yeah. is this has got to be a pretty penny too, though. I mean, for what they did with the whole carriage and setting up on the beach in front of the beach and yacht like club. Cinderella's actual. Yes. Really. Yeah. Like the movie one, the move from the replica yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it looked just like it. 
Oh my like gosh. I said, she had the two footmen walking oh my gosh. around next to her. It was cool. You're made of money. It was cool. Um, but yeah, so then I met back up with Mike, who I was staying with that night, and his buddy. And, what up, Mike? Uh, we went to, he says this is his favorite restaurant, Maya Grill, in the Coronado Springs Hotel. It was okay. I mean, it was, it was not great. I've had way better food at Disney. Well, that's um, sort of like you with Chef Mickey, and I even said I, I like hated experience. that place. The, the food's okay. The, the ribs, dude. you got to have the ribs at that place, so it's good. The ribs are phenomenal. Anyway, uh, so we, we didn't get there until like 8.30 for dinner. So by the time we got back to the hotel and, and fell asleep, it was like 10.30 or so. Okay. Um, and Mike, Mike said, there's always trouble with the buses on race day, man. So you got to get up and get one of the first buses. Otherwise, you're going to wait in line forever. So we woke up at 2.15 oh in the gosh, morning. Oh, my gosh, dude. This is, oh, my gosh. So we woke up at 2.15 so we could catch the bus at 2.30. So we get on the bus at 2.30. We're at, uh, at Epcot where the start of the race and the preparation area is by 3 o'clock. I when would, did I buses would say start running? That was the first bus, 2.30. Oh, my Lord. Were there a lot of people in line? Well, now, keep in mind, listeners, the race starts at 5, so it's not your 7 o'clock start time or anything. So um, so were there a lot of There people? were plenty of people there when we got to the over to Epcot, to the, to the preparation area right before the race. There was a lot of people there. That's, I was surprised. See, that's nuts, man. Yeah. That's nuts. Um, so we just kind of hung out there, and about 4 o'clock, 4.15, I said, you know what? I'm heading up over to my corral, because I, I really was just kind of hanging out, standing there, and um, so it was time to go. So I, I made the walk over to the corral, and it's interesting that the, the walks over to the corrals is like everybody's dead silent, and you have like all these people walking. I mean, there's hundreds of people walking over it's the corrals. They're, they're freaking tired. But you can't hear anything. Dude, yeah, dude because they're tired, man. They're like zombies. They're walking zombies. Oh, why am I running? You have people questioning, like, oh my gosh, why am I doing this? You no doubt. People that ate too much, drank too much the night before, and they're like, oh, I feel sick. No doubt. And, and so. Uh, it was just crazy, just the, the peacefulness of walking over to the crowds. I just remember that peacefulness. Like, everybody was hyped, but everybody was silent at the same time. That's weird. That's yeah. odd. I don't think I even experienced that. Yeah, it was kind of odd. Um, I have... I think it's because it started so early. I think. I think it's got to like, be. I, mean, I don't know if I... Is we haven't. Early. We haven't been in any of these. Uh, even when we did the Coast Coast Challenge, that didn't start at 5 a.m., did it? Disneyland started later. I want to say that the Disney World started at, at 5 or 5.30. You're right, it did because I dropped you off. It's still dark, and you're the first person there. And I remember yeah, you. that's why we were so early at that. That's race. right. Um, so the, so race time's at 5 a.m. And like I said, I just kind of sat there at this at starting corral. I knew that I was going to be at the back of my corral, so I just walked to the back because being in corral B, there's some super competitive people that probably are running up there, and I am not that way at all. Um, so I just sat there and waited. And they have you know like pre-race, they have a stage, and they have videos going on, things like that, and um, just the emotions when you're standing there at, before the race starts, it, it, it is really emotional for me just to think back and kind of reflect in that time on all the training you've done, all the preparation, and you know, then you start thinking about all the people that you know that, that aren't, they don't have the ability to run this race. You know, like I, my, my father has, father-in-law has muscular dystrophy, and I just think what he wouldn't give to be standing right now in the position that I'm in running this race it just that that kind of stuff goes through my head and it's just a, a a time for that kind of thing for me did you see the individuals like in every race that we've you know been in bud where they might be like uh runners groups of or packs of individuals might be running with a certain shirt that says in memory of or this sure. is for yeah. you know the whatever awareness yeah like, did so you see all that they have an official charity and i can't remember what it was this time 
But like um, so you see a lot of those, but yeah, they also have the ones that the runners have like a photo that they put on their right. shirt and things like that. Yeah, there were some. You know, this race had a, That's a million different characters. Me. Yeah, but they there were some like that, or you have that say, you know, I'm running for my father that has uh, what's the purple shirt? It's leukemia or autism? Well, yeah, that too. But um, like, I think that there's an organization that has purple shirts that have oh, I don't know. all over the place that run. I can't remember the organization. I can myself. remember, you know, the one we ran in 2012, and I, and I don't mean to talk about myself. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, no. We're talking about this topic. In 2012, you know, my brother, pa like, we came home, and like, within what, yeah. a week and a half, two yeah. weeks, my brother passed. I can remember when we finally decided to do the Coast to Coast, and we ran in Anaheim. Yeah. Like, I saw this shirt, um, and I won't go into details, but it was just like, so many people die of this every right. so many seconds. Right. And it was, I'm, I'm reading this girl's, the back of her shirt. I'm like, this is my brother. Yep. Like I'm reading this whole thing. And I'm, I, I literally, I'm going to tear up now, but yeah, tears just started coming because I'm like, yeah. dude, I, I'm doing, this is for my bro. You know, like, and I, I'm like, you know, even go, going yep. down there, I had in the back of my mind, like it started and I'm in, I don't know. It's right. it, you have to be a runner to understand what I'm talking about right, right. now. If you're not a runner, you don't get it. And it's, it's always, it's not really about yourself. It, it, as weird as it sounds, you're running for other causes. Yeah. And like I said, it, it starts with that. I'll stop now. No, that's fine. It starts with that peaceful, quiet walking out right, to right. the corrals and then you're there and you just have that time to reflect while you're waiting because like I said, I was there running by myself. So I didn't have anybody to talk to and it was like, I called my wife at 4.15 or something like that in the morning. Yeah, how was that? I was going to ask you, so were you thinking about your kids, thinking yeah. about your wife, what they were doing or whatever? Did yeah. she track you online? She did. She okay. tracked me online. She did. And so uh, she set her alarm like 20 minutes before race And I time. bet it was going off in the middle of the night for her. Like yeah. it was just burr, 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 like text messages well, it going was, off. Yeah, it was like it, it was 4 o'clock central time when I started my race. So she set her alarm for 3.30 central or something like that. And then so she sent me a text. That's just a saying, dedicated wife, Just man. saying good luck. And then, so Good I knew she her. was. I knew she was up, and I was like, "Well, I got nothing to do." So I called her up, and we talked for and a couple minutes. And you sent me a text with Kylo Ren. Yeah, like at yeah. 4 a.m. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So uh, just, yeah. I just remember the start. So then we're we're off, man, and it's just uh, the race starts, and like I said, I'm in a pretty fast corral, and I'm running, and uh, I get to the first so, character. Can I can I can I take yeah. you back real yeah. quick? Yeah. Sorry, listeners, they probably hate me for this. So yeah, you were snuggling with my wife and I, like a picture of you. Yeah, I'm like I roll over to the nightstand to get to get my phone, and there it's you. you. Know. I'm like, oh, Dave, rest your head right here. Which was not unusual to Aaron, but that's okay. <laughs> she doesn't. <That's> awesome. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Uh, so, so yeah, the race starts, and we're off. And you know, anybody that's ever been in any races before, one of the things is you got to go to the bathroom. So, oh yes, like, so true. Probably, and and Disney had a, a million porta potties. Good for them. And I, and I went before the race, but you know, you got to stay hydrated, so you're always drinking water. So. Probably 500 yards into the race, we're outside Epcot, and you're just running on this road and it's up but woods. So I made a little pit stop real fast. You're always good for it. Get it out you're of the way. You're always good for it. Get out of the way before the race starts, really. And uh, and then I was off. So then we ran, and the first place you go is Epcot. And right before you get into Epcot, off to the right, they had R2-D2 was the first character. Cool. And I told myself, I'm stopping at all the characters, right? I'm in Corral B. There can't be that many. I'm telling you, man, this, this wait line for R2-D2 was probably... 150 people deep, and I was like, I can't do that, man, because that's that's like a 20 minute wait right. at the beginning of your race. So I took my photo, I went by, and Epcot was awesome. You go into Epcot, and we ran around uh, World Showcase, and it's all lit up like the Illumination Show, not the barge in the middle, but like the buildings around the outside and how they're all lit up, and um, 
So I ran through Epcot, and then you take that, you take the International Gate, and then you run all through the uh, the Beach and Yacht Club area, the Boardwalk type area, on your way to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, this is where I think they were singing that uh, Harry Connick Jr. song that one year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know what's funny is on your way in that same area, uh, you know, you follow that water path that choir. takes you to the Hollywood Studios. Yeah. They, <laughs> I'll remember this always. It was the best sign ever. Uh, this little kid was like nine years old, and if he listens, you better call into the show. This little kid's standing all by himself along that waterway, and he's got a sign that says, It's a trap. Like, <laughs> yes! That was it. That's it's a, a trap. It's a trap, and it's like, because it's the inaugural uh, Dark Side <laughs> awesome. Half Marathon. It's and a I, trap. I remember seeing that sign and being like, That's amazing, kid. Like, all these signs are Did out there. Did you high course. five them? I, just, I was going too fast, but I looked, like, I looked back and I was like, your son rocks, man! Dude, that is awesome. And uh, I'm glad, I'm proud of you for getting that reference. Yeah. That Star Wars yeah. reference. Jeff would be proud of you, dude. <laughs> that was super but. cool. Uh, but yeah, so we get to we get to Hollywood Studios, and I'm, I'm, I got my GoPro the whole time. And when we're in the parks, I, I GoPro'd everything. We get to Hollywood Studios, I get the camera out, I'm getting ready to GoPro as we go into Hollywood Studios, and nothing. Like, the camera's frozen. It wouldn't work. What? So I had to go to the backup, and I did the video with my phone. Yeah, which is really bad video because you know the old phone, phone not yeah, the, the old, new no, one. the old phone. Yeah, um, in Hollywood Studios on their main stage, they had Kylo Ren, where and again the line was crazy long. Tell me you stayed for him though, dude. No, what I did was I just got up because he was on stage, and I got up in front of the stage and I did a selfie with him in the background. So did you shot. I see what's in your mind. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I was that smart. Oh, I don't there know what it is. I see it. I don't know. Oh, I see the island. I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> And now I know what you're saying. <laughs> oh, not you. All right, dude. Anyway, so our trip through Hollywood Studios was real quick. We, they they run you in the front door and then they take a right and you go through. You go by Tower of Terror. So I got my picture at Tower of Terror and then they swoop you out of there and then you're on that long route. From, yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it takes forever. And it goes from Hollywood Studio or Disney Studios exactly over to Animal about. Kingdom. So so I'm videoing. I'm getting ready to enter Animal Kingdom. I go by the sign and I go, "We're getting ready to enter Animal Kingdom." There's the mile seven mile marker. I'm like. It's gonna be awesome. And the next thing you know, I turned the video camera off because I found out that they run you all the way around the outside of the parking lot. Literally, mm. literally another mile, mile before you get into Animal Kingdom. Oh my gosh, dude. So, well, did your GoPro start working? It did. So what I did okay, was that when I, I watch it. well, I watch this. right before we got into Animal Kingdom, I actually took it out of its water, water I stopped running, took it out of its waterproof housing, Took the battery out so I could reset it and then put it back in. And it was good to go. So I got the video back on in Hollywood or in um, Animal Kingdom. Right outside Animal Kingdom, you could have gotten your picture taken with the Yeti. They had like a stage set up with mm -hmm. the Yeti, and that was cool. But again, the line was super long. Um, you could rerun this race with a projector on your on yeah, your uh, yeah. your treadmill. Well, and actually, I found there's a dude out there that ran the same race, and his video is way smoother than mine. Yeah. So I'll probably just use his video. The whole thing. Yeah. On YouTube. Uh, it's not the whole thing, but it's the most important stuff. Like out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, they, he doesn't film that, but the good stuff is here. Okay, yeah. you oh, should wow. look it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll get it from later. So Animal Kingdom is finally where I got my character stop. So you're going through Animal Kingdom, and off to the right, I look, and it's Darth Vader, Darth Maul, and two of the Death Star commanders are just there, and there's like five people in line. And I was like, that's it. It's my stop, finally. It's, it's old school Star Wars. Yeah, man. dude. Nobody knew him or something. So I pulled <laughs> off to the side, and I got there. there six people there waiting, and... Um, Speaking of... Oh, yeah. That's my wife. Hey, hey what's buddy. up? We're recording a podcast here. Talking about running. Oh. What's up? Hi. Told say me you should have come with me. Say hi to our listeners. Hi, listeners. So yeah, Aaron's going to come with me on my next Disney race. What's up with you and Dave snuggling up together? 
I missed that. He one. said he said I texted you early in the morning. And yeah. You got never mind. Bad joke. He rolled over and said it's All okay, right. Dave. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <for> my. <laughs> She wants to know if she should go get the kid, and I'm saying yes, go get the kid. Go get the kid. All right, right. back on track. All right, so I'm in Animal Kingdom, got my picture taken with Darth Vader and Darth Maul, and uh, right across from him there was two other characters, and I have no idea who they even are. One of them looked like a Wookiee, and the other one had some kind of weird costume on, so nobody was in line That was a dog. That wasn't a Wookiee. probably was like a real dog. It wasn't even part of the attraction. (laughs) I I wouldn't know the difference. That's the thing. And uh, so I got my picture taken with them, and then I'm off again. And... uh, from that point on, it's like there was a bunch of characters in line right before you got out of Animal Kingdom that you could high-five, and you probably could have stopped and got your picture taken, but I didn't because uh, I was on a roll by then. So I got my picture taken by Everest on my way out, and then it was on to the finish line where um, you finish the race back at ESPN zone, and one of the things that was kind of interesting is that you're running on roads, and then all of a sudden you take a, take a right turn, and you're running down this dirt path, like literally running down this dirt path in the middle of a swamp. And you come out like in the outfield of one of their baseball fields at the ESPN zone. It was just weird. That's weird. To me, it was weird. That was the finish line? That was the, that's how you get to the ESPN zone so that you can then go to the finish line from there. Okay. And it was in the, the finish line was in the parking lot. It was in the parking lot mm-hmm. of the ESPN zone. Yeah, so, um, so I finished the race. You know, they have the stance that everybody's cheering you on. It's kind of an emotional thing again. Finish the race, and I'm looking for the post-race entertainment because I was always promised at the start of the race, they said, the character's going to be there until 11.30 for you to get your picture taken. So I, I get my medal, I get my goodies, and I'm walking, and I'm looking all over. Did my you head's get on a your blankie? Did you get your silver They blankie? did not pass those out. I was so mad because there was a heat advisory. It was like a high that day. It was supposed to be like 80. And it ended up being all right temperature-wise. Uh, and I'm looking around, and I see... The sign that says the bus back to Epcot here and the bus to the resorts here. So I'm looking around, and I don't see any characters. So I was like, well, I got a full day plan. I guess I'll go back to the hotel. Later, I realized what you needed to do for these character experiences was take the bus back to Epcot where the start of the race was, and there had all the characters set up at Epcot. That's. Uh, uh, I couldn't believe it. I was, and I didn't even think about it. That's so, janky, though. Yes, it is. Thanks, Mrs. Milford, for setting us up with that word, by the way. Yeah, I love it. My new favorite word. No, that really is. Yeah. So I was bummed about that. But in the the long run, it ended up being okay because I was back at Coronado Springs by like 8. I took a shower, got everything everything all set, and I got myself like a half an hour nap. And Doug Doug Lando to the rescue again. You ran your marathon in like three hours? Two hours and 14 minutes. It took me that long to run my half. No, this was a half. Oh, I'm like, wait a minute, dude. No, I'm just that fast. I'm a world record holder. I was going to say. No, this was, a, this was a half. Like, did you train with an Ethiopian? Yeah, <laughs> Kenyans. I, or Kenyans. Kenyans. Yeah. I got my Kenyan. picture taken with some Kenyans as we oh finished. Oh, my gosh. Um, some dude from the Himalayas. Yeah, so I, I was pretty proud of my time considering I stopped to do all of the videoing and the characters I stopped for, whatever. Um, 2.14 was my time. And then, awesome. So, good like I said. You. Good I, for you, man. Yeah, I made it back to the hotel. Took a took a shower, took a nap. That's I tried. That's a great to, dude, time, Dave. Hey, that's a great time. Two fourteen. Thanks. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's my, really good. Um, my my PR is one fifty four, which is how I got the corral I was in. But I made pretty good time, and my stats, like I beat most of the runners in the Your race. Your previous one was one hour fifty four minutes. Mm-hmm. That's what we ran out at Disneyland. You did that an hour and fifty four. Oh my god. We gosh. were rocking, dude. I mean, Pam and I were rocking dude. that race. You didn't stop though. Like, no, we didn't stop. Oh, okay. We stopped one time. See, at I World stopped of, at every single character. We stop. stopped at World of Color 
for like that much. I remember that. Okay. And, All right. And that was going. it. So um, got all cleaned up by I tried at Coronado to get to the hot tub because I was like, oh, that's exactly what you need, oh, the right? Infamous we did hot that. tub experience. Yeah. Did you pull off the band aids? No. no. So I, so this is horrible on their part. I walk all the way there. I'm whooped, and I see the pool guy there vacuuming the pool. And I'm like, hey, where's the hot tub? He's like, it's over there, but doesn't open till nine. He's like, it's over there, but it doesn't open till nine. And so I was like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, I just ran a half marathon. I can't even hardly walk to this hot tub, and you're telling me I can't use it. Nope. Don't open till 9. Don't open till 9. So I couldn't use it. So, uh, oh, man. Got all cleaned up. Doug took me, picked me up at 9 o'clock, had me a sausage and egg biscuit ready for me, and boom, Aww. we're on our day, dude. Dude, that's a great cousin. Magic Kingdom. You. Yeah, Magic Kingdom. Had breakfast for you. All day. Yeah, well, I texted him. I said, if you're on your way and you got it, because he has two boys with yeah. him. He's got three, but he had two boys with him, and he's like, uh, we're stopping for breakfast when we on our way. I said, well, if you're stopping for breakfast and you're near a sausage and egg biscuit, please pick one up for me because I'm hungry. So he picked me up some breakfast, and, uh, dude, we were on our way to the Magic Kingdom. We were at the Magic Kingdom by 10 o'clock. Awesome. That's five hours after race time. And I'm back at the parks. Before we wrap up here, you met up with Tiggy. I did, yeah. John was there. John and I never met face-to-face, so I texted him before the weekend and said, hey, we'll be in town this weekend. He was actually, he volunteered to pick me up from the airport, and uh, it was, Saturday was Dapper Day, which was mm-hmm. cool to experience. I didn't even talk about that. Dapper Day, uh, everybody gets dressed up in their old school Disney, like dress, not Disney, but old school dress clothes from like the 1950s and 60s, and walks around the park, and it's a really cool experience to see those people doing that. So um, I did not get picked up by him, but I did see him Sunday at the parks. We, we met up at the parks and kind of hung out for a little bit. So that was cool to, to meet him face to face. Did he bring his boy with him? He didn't. They were his, bo- his, his boy and his wife were both at home sick. So oh he was, yeah, that's right. So he that's was right. solo that's that right. day. So he and I hung out for a while and uh, good to see him. He's a good guy. 34 days, buddy. Oh yeah? you're gonna... Until I go. Gonna... Man, that's a lot. Faster so than gonna, I thought. We're going to hook up with him and, uh, and hang out for a little while. Uh, well, we're going to wrap up. Or do you have more? I just have this. Okay. This is what I did. Okay. okay so I was only at the park for until probably dinner time. Jungle Cruise, Pirates of the Caribbean, Big Thunder Mountain, Haunted Mansion, Cosmic Rays for Lunch, Meet and Greet with Mickey Mouse, Splash Mountain, People Mover, Space Mountain, Gaston's Pub, LeFou, Boo, Boo, No, yeah, yes, I don't like it. It's that marshmallow apple no. juice crap. It's a Small World, Little Mermaid, Pirates of the Caribbean again, Splash Mountain again, Space Mountain again. Nice, that's a full day. All in, like, from 10 use, until how, dinner. Did you, did you have fast passes? I had three fast passes, okay, and then we did them one Which one did you fast pass? Uh, Splash, Pirates and Space Mountain. And Space Mountain. Yep. Okay. Those were the three I did. That's a good run. And then, you know, new my Disney experience, you can do them one at a time. So once we did those three, it was one at a time. That's how I got my my Mickey meet and greet because it was like I typed in the the time I wanted and and all of them came up and it was like 10 minutes from when I was on my phone, I could meet Mickey. So I was like, hey, I got 10 minutes. I went and met Mickey because I had never, we talked about this, I had never met the talking Mickey before. That blinks. Totally creepy. his mouth. So we got a picture with him with his eyes closed. Did he say your name? <laughs> no, he didn't say but my name. I think it's cool that you have him with his eyes closed. Yeah, and uh, the people in front of me got their picture taken and they were like, say cheese, and everybody said cheese. Then they snapped a picture and then Mickey's like, cheese. <laughs> so corny. Oh, he's delayed. So he's, that's So awesome. yeah, man, we did it all. And then, like I said, that was Sunday by dinner time. Uh, I had done all that stuff, and then it was back to uh, wrap it up and, and, and head home. Well, speaking of wrapping it up, yeah. 
Dude, why don't you wrap it up for us, buddy? We're gonna. Can we hand it over to you? Wrap right, it dude, up. Let me dude, see. We haven't heard I, you say this in a long time. I never said this when I was actually part of this. Yeah, show. you did. Whatever. All right, Seriously? If you have Seriously? an idea, a question, or if you want to be a guest on the show, contact Nick at any time at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or you can text him at 407 674 That's it for me, folks. I'm out of here. You'll be hearing from me pretty soon because I'm working with my daughter Mia to uh, hook up a new history of. A, a featured attraction. So yeah. is Mia going to come on with us? Over the summer, I'm going to try and get her to come on Sweet. so that we can do a show together. So um, keep your ears open for that one. Until then, everybody, are you ready? Thanks about that time. Peace. Peace. Have, Have a magical day. day. That was awesome, dude. Sweet. I'm glad you had a good time, man. Yeah, That's we good. had a great time, dude. This trip was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I would do it again in a heartbeat, even if it meant being... Uh, getting everybody mad at me <laughs> awesome. it's just you got to do these things man you know you never you never know what's going to happen in your life so do it while you can They're getting wild for me And all the pretty chicks all wanna smile at me These rap cats, man, they all got this style for me And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me And when this beat drop, I know they gon' lean World debut, I know they gon' fiend Everything Mississippi to the Palm Springs Girls from brunettes down to blonde queens These young boys don't know what a dawn mean I'm just a bad boy, gone clean I'm the diamond chain choker, always remain sober Don't drink liquor and all the game's over Need a plane, I explain it to my broker Three bots in the hood, top down, it ain't over You know there's more men, where that come from? Me and Kuda love rolling back to back in one See the names have all changed since I've been around But the game ain't the same since I left out And the disses when I go by But see the misses on my wrists when I float by Self-control and I can't tell you no lie Trying to find a soulmate, you end up being so tired I make my money, man, without the coca Living la vida without the loca I'm down south, so they show me country love And I ain't even country thug The people give me daps and hugs, so it must be love And I love the country grub It feel good to hear people singing welcome back and I ain't even selling the track, cause I'm that Harlem cat. The names have all changed since I've been around. But the game ain't the same since I left out. Ooh, you know it, Major. Ooh, you know.
know you like that. You know you like that. See the names have all changed since I've been around. But the game ain't the same since I left out. You know you like that. Come on. You know you like that.